Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health, and when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And all the products that we talk about are there. There's all kinds of information on the site. Uh, the Longevity Nutritional Supplements, the CTFO CBD Oils, the Stem Enhance Ultra by Cerule, the X39 Patch by LifeWave, the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab, and last but not least, the coffee I drink, Gano Excel Classic. And uh, great stuff. <clears throat> Everything carries money-back guarantee, so if you try something and for some reason don't like it, you can get a refund. All sales support the show, and the information is free. And if you have any questions about anything, just click the Contact Me button and send an email or call and leave a message. We'll get back with you as quick as we can, usually within a few hours. We'll do everything we can to get you on the right track and get your questions answered and help you out any way we can. Also, if you click the Radio Shows tab at the top of the page, you'll see the link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And uh, all the close to 400 shows up there now. And you can share them via email and social media. They all have uh, um, descriptions as to basically what the show is about. And uh, it's all there. So I encourage you to take care of, you know, take advantage of that and scroll down a little further. You'll see the information about the radio shows themselves and... Um, what uh, what's on the air, when you can watch and when you can listen and all that kind of thing. And, um, uh, yep, just checking here, making sure that the live feed is right. But, uh, hmm. You have dropping in and out, Jim. What's that? Dropping in and out on TuneIn. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? So I'm going to have to reset my butt here. <laughs> oh, I'll scratch my butt, you know, scratch it and turn it back on. <sighs> One thing after another. Let's see here. Let's get this. Make sure all the settings are right. And okay, there we go. Let's get this going again and see what happens. Connecting stream time. So in a second or so, I should be hearing something coming through on the live feed. But uh, yeah, there we go. I think looks like it's working now. Yeah, just a freaking, you know, every once in a while, something goes haywire. <laughs> but anyway, we got our butt working. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough when, when your butt doesn't work. 
Oh my goodness, there's so many butt jokes out there. You know, five year I feel like a five year old. That's my bread and butter butt jokes. Anyway, um, check out the radio shows tab, and uh, you know, try and turn this back off now so I don't hear myself here. But anyway, check out the radio shows tab, and you'll be able to uh, find out about the shows, how you can replay them, and all that good thing. And uh, oh, you didn't have to go away, Robert. <laughs> Anyway, um, I appreciate the heads up, though. Um, but uh, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping-off point to do your own research and due diligence and make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. Now... Let's see here. <clears throat> the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. One last time, 614-426-8787. Or if you're on Skype, you can send a contact request to Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E. The number is 45 and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. And uh, mention your listener, we'll get you approved, and then anytime you, after that, you can call in an excellent audio quality whenever you want. So, that's it for the uh, housekeeping stuff and all that good kind of thing, all the announcements. I'm just going to clean things up here on the screen and get a little extra room, get the chat room where I can see it. Ah, oh, yes, that's at the bottom of the radio shows page, in case I forgot to mention as is the uh, link to the Facebook page set up for the show, although I'm really getting sick of Facebook. I'm getting to the point where I'm, one of these days I'm just going to pull the plug on it. Um, you know, I've got a lot of people out there that, that look at the stuff, and that's the only reason I keep it going. But I am really sick of Zuckerberg and company and all the crap they're pulling on this uh, deal. And things that are coming up. Uh, come November 4th, if uh, Trump wins, nobody will be able to announce it on Facebook. You won't be able to see Trump won. It'll be filtered. The Democrats will be able to say anything they want, but anybody that wants to say that Trump won the election, no, that will not be allowed. <sighs> Nothing like uh, living in a free country, right? Anyway, thought uh, today might be interesting. Oh, Robert's coming back. <laughs> uh, is it acting up again? <laughs> No, no, I'll just call. I, I dropped off just to check it. So now you sound better, much clearer. Okay, good, better. good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, man. Yeah, you never know. I, 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 I listened to it at the very beginning of the show just to make sure, you know, I can hear the bumper music coming through. And then I just assume that um, the, the feed is working. But every once in a while, it gets a little sporadic. And it's good to have uh, people out there like yourself and uh, others who. Uh, well, let me know when something's on the fritz. You know, thank goodness, at least the recording software always records just fine. So if, if something does go haywire with the service and the streamer, um, I've always got a good, clean recording that will, you know, at 11 o'clock Eastern time that night, you'll be able to listen to it if you want to stay up that late. But uh, it's always good to be able to listen live. Um, yeah. And I appreciate you letting me know that uh, things were acting up. I thought today yeah. might be interesting to look at uh, the old follow the money deal. Now, who's making money with the COVID-19 thing? 
you know, millions and millions of people have lost their jobs and uh, businesses, you know, especially small mom and pop businesses have um, largely gone out of business. Many will never come back uh, because of all these uh, draconian shutdowns that were totally unnecessary. All you got to do is look at, you know, states like um, uh, South Dakota or um, uh, shoot, was it um, Sweden? You know, they did very little. They just basically maintained their normal life for the most part, and they became, you know, for people that were paying attention and smart, they became the, uh, the, uh, oh, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? The poster child, (laughs) I guess you could say, for, you know, the right thing to do for COVID. Um, But here in the U.S., especially in the blue states where you got these uh, little dictators that want to become big dictators, uh, they are shutting everything down and um, just causing all kinds sure. of havoc for the, for the average American. But there are enterprising companies, many of whom are billionaires. You know, the country's billionaires are $280 billion richer now uh, as a result of uh, six months of COVID. And, um, you know, even though the CDC recently admitted that the number of people who actually died from COVID uh, was, you know, below 10,000 nationwide, and now that they're also stating that um, the uh, number of infections, or actually the number of, let me get this right here. Um, where is it? Do, 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 do. Oh, tell me they just refreshed their screen. Man, I hate when they do that. Let me do this again, see if it works. Um, they sure did. Man, it was something about the, uh, the, the positive uh, testing and uh, see if I can find that link now. Um, but basically, 90% of the tests that came back positive were probably erroneous. So, you know, and that's, you know, that's what I've been saying all along is with, you know, when you don't have an accurate test, everything else that comes of this thing basically goes right out the window, down the tubes. You, you can't really determine what is going on and what is necessary and what is not if you don't have accurate testing and that's something that we have not had through this whole thing the pcr tests you know the guy that developed them said hey that's not what it's for um you know the uh all the stuff that's going on is basically just because so-called experts uh who are always wrong especially and we're big time wrong in this case have made their little uh, prognostications and predictions. Oh, we're going to have millions of you. We're going to have 2 million Americans are going to die if we don't do this. Wrong. <laughs> 10,000? Not even that many yet. So uh, it's, it's just crazy. But who's making money? You know, and one of the first ones, Fauci. He's the one that's led us into all of these uh, shutdowns and all the, the face mask wearing and all the other crap. And he's a principal of Moderna, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the number one uh, company out there right now that's in testing for a vaccine. So you think that maybe he had a little bit of an ulterior motive when he said, oh, we need to shut everything down and we can't get back to normal until we have a vaccine. And then he's, you know, with one of the companies that's uh, on the forefront of that. And, of course, that company is getting millions and millions of dollars from the U.S. government for the research, and yet they don't plan on giving the vaccine away free. They're going to charge for it. You know, so they're going to make money. And, of course, you got Big Pharma um, in general 
with all the stuff that they're doing, you know, the, the search for the vaccine, the search for therapeutics that they can patent and make lots of money on, as long as they can keep a lid on things like nutrition, colloidal silver, uh, chlorine dioxide, and of course, hydroxychloroquine, because those things right there basically negate anything further being done for COVID-19. You know, if, if they were being truthful and they said, you know, at the very least, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and, um, and selenium, those four, four nutrients, two vitamins, two minerals, and chances are you're, you, you would have no problem with this or any other illness. You know, having some colloidal silver on hand. You know, I saw an article I was just looking at. I just did a search on who's making money on uh, all these uh, different things. And um, the, one of the people, you know, this is some idiot uh, named Jennifer uh, Gear um, from the startup, where whatever that is, who's making on uh, coronavirus, uh, you know, COVID-19 to make a profit. And one of the people she mentions is Jim Baker. Televangelist Jim Baker has claimed that his silver solution supplement which is a colloidal silver, for sale on his website will cure the coronavirus in merely in a mere 12 hours. Oh, by the way, according to Baker, Silver Solution also cures all venereal diseases and HIV. <laughs> He's telling the truth. And, of course, this idiot doesn't believe anything. And, of course, uh, Cheryl Selman, a naturopath, claim, uh, claimed on Baker's show, well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains of the coronavirus and has been able to eliminate them within 12 hours. Totally kills, eliminates it, kills it, deactivates it, and then also boosts your immune system. Then you can support your recovery. And, of course, they come back with the Center for Science and the Public Interest <laughs> is urging the FDA to take action on his false claims. They're, who said they're false? <laughs> they do. And just because they, they can say they're false, they must be false because they have the moral high ground. The art, they argue that Baker is claiming his supplement can cure disease, making Silver Solution an untested drug that is currently unregulated by the FDA. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of you know, crap that these people are putting out. You know, he might be making a little bit of money and, you know, at least he's selling a product that is going to help people. And, of course, we can't have that because Big Pharma doesn't want something out there that actually works. Oh, we have to shoot that down. You know, when this first started, there were big the FDA was attacking several companies that sold colloidal silver just to scare the bejesus out of everybody else. And uh, then you have the face mask manufacturers. You have got to, you know, I would love to see the numbers. I can't, haven't found them so far. But just the face mask um, sales in the last six months have must have been to the moon compared to what they were earlier. And, of course, you've got, you know, you've seen the videos of all these little sweatshops all over the world where they're, you know, producing these things, zipping them off, and they're falling on the floor in all crappy, <laughs> nasty places. And, you know, there's no sanitation whatsoever. The people that are making them running the sewing machines look like they haven't had a bath in a week. Um, you know, and then, then it was in the local river. Um, just weird stuff going on. Questionable whether, but at least they say this. It's questionable whether face masks can provide any protection at all from contracting the coronavirus. Sick patients may prevent the spread of the virus by wearing them. 
Yet, there is no evidence to support that a healthy person wearing a face mask is protected. The U.S. Surgeon General is urging the public not to buy them at all. Now, again, this is, you know, this is from March 1st. So that was back when the truth about face masks was out there. Then once everybody got programmed, then the lie came out. Oh, we must wear a face mask and we'll never be able to take them off. Wear them in bed. Wear them when you're having sex. You know, <laughs> wear them every time. You know, I've seen people in swimming pools wearing face masks. Give me a freaking yeah. break. Are you that stupid? Same. You know, I'm, I'm seeing more and more people driving in their cars, even by themselves, wearing a face mask. And uh, just the stupidity is out un- unbelievable. It's off the charts. But then you have YouTube creators. They're putting out all kinds of bioweapon, you know, so-called uh, videos about things and all kinds of stuff. But one that I got a real kick out of, the first one they listed, the developers of CoronaCoin. CoronaCoin is a new cryptocurrency, and that's there. I'm using the term loosely because this idiot probably doesn't know what a real cryptocurrency is. That developers have created to allow traders to bet on whether people live or die from the coronavirus. The number of coins decreases as people die, causing the existing coins to gain in value. They started, get this, with 7,604,953, oh, excuse me, uh, 6 billion, 7, I'm sorry, 7,604,953,650 tokens. To represent what? You guessed it, the population of the earth. A token is burned for each person that falls ill or dies from the virus. As the virus increases, the token supply decreases, thereby increasing the digital coin's value. It's not completely bleak as the developers are planning to provide a donation of 20% of their token supply to the Red Cross. Oh, great. (laughs) To those crooks. As distasteful as it may seem to profit off of others' misfortune, at least the makers of Corona Coin aren't giving out false information and publicly causing dangerous harm to the public. Well, I'm curious. You know, here in the U.S., they should have knocked out almost 200,000 coins based on the disinformation out there. Now that the uh, CDC has come out with the truth, are they resurrecting 190,000 of those coins and leaving only 10,000 dead? <laughs> hmm. Good question. But uh, is, there's just so much of this stuff going on. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Hospitals, of course, they get $13,000 for each positive test diagnosis. Whether it's a real test or just, you know, listing it on a piece of paper. Oh, this guy's been diagnosed with COVID-19. 13 grand, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And then, of course, 39000 for each intubation. Every time somebody's put on a ventilator, which is malpractice and is shown not to work, it actually, most of the people who have died have been on ventilators, $39,000. There is some pretty good stimulus there, considering these hospitals have been pretty much put out of business otherwise. You know, you have, um, and this is something else that I have to go back on real quick. Um, the other day I was reading an article from Mike Adams, who I'm not sure where he's going from on this coronavirus thing. Normally he's pretty well up on things, but he's been kind of goofy on this. And he was uh, downplaying the CDC's announcement about the correction on the number of deaths from COVID-19. And he's saying there's 220,000 deaths out there this year that we didn't have last year. Well, of course, you know, people only die once. But, um, you know, another thing 
he's not allowing for all the deaths that occurred because of the coronavirus hospitals being shut down all the people that had cancer that died from cancer or whatever else because they couldn't get to the doctor not saying that they would have lived they would have, they would have died anyway you know if they go to an md for cancer i mean you might as, might as well just shoot yourself uh it'd be a lot less uh, hassle a lot less pain but um that's the thing. A lot of people that normally go to hospitals could not go to hospitals and therefore died at home. And those are other, there's are other deaths that are thrown in there that uh, shouldn't have been. And, uh, you know, it, I think we could very easily make up the 220,000. You know, a lot of those are suicides. You know, the suicide numbers have skyrocketed since the beginning of the year primarily because of all the, the job uh, losses, the business closers and all that kind of stuff. Um, and of course, you know, the government's, you know, government employees, very few of them have been laid off. So they're still making money. How about remote learning software companies? You know, all these companies that are saying, well, you know, you can't go to school. So you got to learn from home, you know, everything from kindergarten to uh, PhD uh, doctorate classes, you know, they can all do this stuff from home. A lot of money there. And, of course, then you've got things like, you know, the tele, uh, teleconferencing companies like Zoom and whatnot. That has just gone off the charts. Um, how about the, uh, the, the dock in a box type thing? Not dock in a box, but dock in a computer. You know, Longevity introduced a program um, you know, three or four years ago now that was basically um, tele teledoctor i can't remember what they i think it was called telemed but basically you had access for i think it was like 20 or 25 dollars a month a family of five would have complete and total access as much as they want at any time to a nurse or a physician on video conferencing through skype or facetime or whatever and uh, you would have unlimited access uh, for up to five people you know two parents and three kids um, as much as you wanted and now uh, that idea has just gone berserk. Uh, everybody and his brother is now setting up these things where you can, you know, see your doctor over the computer. And uh, I never once tried to sell that program to anybody, uh, but it's something Longevity had. We acquired the company and started, you know, pushing it, but I never once wanted anything to do with it. Uh, you know, it was a way to try to kind of introduce people, first get them on this and then teach them. But, you know, if you really just do uh, nutrition, you won't need these guys. But um, that's the kind of thing that's still out there, and a lot of people are making money from that. You know, you get diagnosed from COVID over the computer. Yeah. The doc gets $13,000 <laughs> just for the diagnosis, and you get screwed. you got to stay home and quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> You know, and they never even did a test. But uh, how about cleaning supply companies? Ooh, all these companies with all the sprays and whatnot, the hand sanitizers. You know, the you know, I, I got to hand it to the uh, distilleries like Jim Beam and Jack Daniels and all these companies that they saw the writing on the wall. Even though uh, liquor stores were still open, bars were closed, and a lot of booze goes through bars. So what are we going to do? Let's make hand sanitizer from our alcohol <laughs> and uh, screw people up that way and still sell it to the to the booze stores, too. Uh, it's nuts. You know, those kind of things that, uh, you know, but at least they're uh, 
you know, they're thinking. How about uh, companies that do the online grocery shopping and delivery, including Amazon and, you know, many of the big grocery chains? They're making money hand over fist because people are afraid to go outside the house. You know, home exercise equipment companies, especially the ones that have the live stream like Peloton and Nordic Track and all the rest of them, you know, people have all that pent-up energy, so they got to burn it off somehow. And bingo, new market. <laughs> and uh, video streaming companies like Netflix. I canceled Netflix a couple of years ago because of their stance on uh, homosexuality and marriage and that kind of stuff. And I have been inundated by text messages from Netflix forever. I got to find a way to go after these SOBs. Seems like you know, it's slowing down, but for the longest time, for a couple of months, every day I was getting a different, it was from a different phone number, but I was getting text messages about the special to get re-back back into Netflix. I don't want nothing to do with them SOBs, and I told them such, and they keep sending me things. But again, big pharma, big winner. And again, their, their profit only comes if they can keep a lid on the nutritional aspects and hydroxychloroquine. I mean, we've got things out there now that will work and that will basically be the end of COVID-19. If people just would be told about it by the right people, you got to hear it from the talking heads on TV. You know, if the talking heads say, oh, it's not good, you can't do it, then they, most people won't. But the second you say, hydroxychloroquine works, as long as you use it with zinc and maybe azithromycin, then all of a sudden, boom, problem solved. And that's what they have to keep a, a lid on. Because then schools would reopen, Trump would be a hero, <laughs> and we can't have that. And then the election would be, uh, you know, if the schools are open, the churches are open, then we can have, you know, public voting again, and no need for mail-in stuff. There goes the election. The Democrats are screwed. They all go to jail. And the American people are happy. But that's not the way it's supposed to work. So that's the situation we're in. Now, well, shoot, looks like Robert dropped off again. I was just about ready. I was just about running out of steam and was going to say, hey, what's your take on this? But uh, if you want to call back in, Robert, or anybody else for that matter, phone lines are open. And we will take a look at uh, what you're thinking. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of money being made. And unfortunately it's all by the big guys for the most part, people with the established companies that they could shift things, you know, the car manufacturers that were shifted over to making ventilators. We got ventilators out to wazoo right now. We'll never, uh, use up all those goofy things. And it was the wrong dog for the hunt in this case, but because of MD idiocy, Oh, we gotta have gotta have ventilators. Gotta have ventilators. No, we don't. Just need uh, common sense, nutrition, and ventilators would be totally unnecessary. Uh, Alan says the tune-in stream shows uh, currently got garbled. I think. Well, let's see. When was it he posted that? Uh, it was about three minutes after top of the hour. Um, hopefully, uh, it should be good now. Oops. Man, I can't get used to this new keyboard. Um, but anyway, the uh, the stuff that's going on is just totally unnecessary. You know, we should never have shut down. Nothing should have changed. Um, even 
with the first death rates, you know, if if 200,000 was accurate, it still did not justify doing what was done to our economy. It was very clear early on that the only people that really were at risk was people with comorbidities and the very old. And everyone else should have been just fine to continue on. I mean, there's it's the it's the same people for the most part that the seasonal flu attacks although the very young sometimes are attacked by the seasonal flu as well but the biggest problems are the ones with comorbidities and age and we don't shut down for any of those things you know one and a half million people died last year from polio we didn't shut down and the thing is and and the guy on the video was right the reason he did or didn't is because the talking heads on TV either did or did not tell you to do something. And this is this whole thing, you could blame it primarily on Soros, first and foremost, Soros and Gates and Fauci. But at the very least, on the mainstream media. Because without the mainstream media, Fauci, Gates, and Soros couldn't really have much of an impact. It's their shills and minions in the media that basically keep this in front of people 24-7, 365, constantly banging the drum of fear and panic and scaring the living crap out of people, making them think that they're going to die if they take their little face diaper off. And again, the public fool system producing a total, you know, generations of idiots people that cannot do rational thought they can't do the mental math to figure out that this is all bs they just sit down in front of the tv day after day and suck in the lies and believe them it's nuts Child quarantine camps, CDC opens up FEMA camps to hold children who might have been exposed to COVID-19. Where do you think they're going to get those kids? Public schools? Hmm. You got your kid in public schools and you're sending them back? I guarantee you, it's a, there's a high probability that once things get started, you're going to start seeing... You know, one or two kids will t- so-called test positive in a school. They will lock the entire school down, and they will not allow anyone in or out. Parents will not be able to get their children. They'll be held hostage, and ultimately, until you know, basically it'll be a minimum two-week quarantine. Kids will be living in the schools. They'll have food and whatnot, you know, supposedly, <laughs> what passes for food in the schools. But they'll have that, they'll have little cots and little places for them, you know. But most schools, especially elementary schools, are not set up for bathing and regular sanitation. There's no showers, there's no bathrooms with tubs or anything like that. And what are these kids going to do for two weeks? <laughs> it's going to develop a really unsanitary condition. But that's the kind of thing we're looking at. Or they'll be taken to camps that do have those things. The state of Ohio, here we go, under the leadership or lack thereof of Republican Governor Mike DeWine, is opening up quarantine camps all across the state to detain children who are suspected of being infected with the Wuhan coronavirus, the Wu flu. 
According to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention advisory, kids who are believed to potentially have the dreaded China virus could be forcibly detained at these camps, which will be run by Federal Emergency Management Agency. Yeah, they managed to talk FEMA into doing this. Probably didn't take much. But the thing is, again, we're dealing with a population uh, segment that has shown to be almost immune to this virus. But once again, because the lamestream media and their fear-mongering, they're, they're going after kids. Why? Because kids can easily be taken. See, uh, the CPS and all that kind of stuff, parents you know, think they have any kind of rights for their children, forget it. You turn your rights over to the school system, you're out of luck. Just like I've been saying all along, do not send your kids to public school. Anyway, uh, let's see here. In the event that a child is deemed to not have an adequate quarantine space at home, and you can bet that'll be a pretty much regular basis, FEMA and the CDC will now have the power. How? How will they have the power to abduct the child overnight and possibly much longer until it is determined that he or she can safely return home? Well, that could be who knows how long because we still don't have an accurate test. So who are we relying on to say it's safe for them to come home? Tell school administrators about any extra supplies your child may need to safely make it through a night away from home. The CDC wrote in its official advisory to parents, bring extra medicine, special foods, or supplies your child will need if separated overnight. Complete a backpack card and tuck one uh, complete a backpack card and tuck one in your child's backpack and your wallet. Okay. The Ohio Department of Health Interim Director Lance Himes Reese, uh, created these camps. Boy, I'll tell you, a real step up from old Amy Acton. <laughs> Out of the frying pan into the fire. <sighs> created these camps through a statewide order issued on October, th- or excuse me, August 31st. The order specifically pertains to children who are unable to safely self-quarantine in their place of residence for the supposed purpose of isolating those diagnosed with or showing symptoms of COVID-19. The three types of people who will be sent to Ohio's FEMA camps include those who test positive for COVID-19 who do not require hospitalization but need isolation, including those exiting from hospitals. Now, again, those who test positive, we don't have an accurate test, so we don't know if they're positive or not. Most of the positives are false positives, up to 90%. Next group, those who have been exposed to COVID-19. Well, how do we know if we can't positively test the person that they've supposedly been exposed to, who do not require hospitalization? Asymptomatic, high-risk individuals needing social distancing as a precautionary measure. That could be literally anybody. Don't worry, parents. COVID-19 concentration camps will cure us all. Yeah, right. People, don't let your kids go back to school. Get among the group that is rising on a daily basis and start homeschooling. You will be sorry otherwise. The above descriptions are a direct quote from the Ohio government 
and the CDC, as well as Dan Tierney, uh, Governor DeWine's press secretary. According to Tierney, Ohioans need not worry about the concentration camp elements of the new program because it is all for people's own good, he assures us. (laughs) Oh, yes. The order gives the state of Ohio the ability to draw down federal funding to reimburse. Yeah, there you go. Federal money. States are making money off the feds to do this crap. Federal funding to reimburse local uh, emergency management authorities uh, and health department when a non-congregate shelter is needed. Oh, boy. Attorney is quoted as saying, These shelters are used when an individual is unable to safely quarantine or isolate in their home. And who's going to determine that? That's what I want to know. Who's going to determine that? Tierney further contends that these new FEMA concentration camps are suspected uh, COVID, four suspected COVID-19 cases are no different than the shelters set up by FEMA following hurricanes and other natural disasters. Except you're, you know, kidnapped and taken to them against your will. (laughs) The intent of the order is to provide a safe and healthy space for the individual who needs to be quarantined or isolated as determined by local needs. Listen to that crap. It's no longer individual rights. It's all about the needs of the many. You know, and that's all about socialism. He insists. This also helps protect family members from exposure. Well, if family members would just do the basics and get some uh, decent uh, food, some decent supplements, some decent exercise, some decent uh, exposure outside, regular fresh air and light sunlight, they wouldn't have anything to worry about with this. Again, they're making it seem like this is some deadly disease when, in fact, it is not even anywhere near as bad as the seasonal flu. We're not doing any of this stuff for the flu. We're not doing it for polio. We should not be even considering such a thing for this. And the only reason we are? Public fear being brought about by those in charge, fanning the flames, and the media who just keeps it going. Keep it in front of you 24 hours a day. You'll be scared crapless because you don't have any truth. And again, it's biblical. Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you would gain some wisdom about this stuff, you would be totally immune to their propaganda. That's what shows like this are all about. Trying to teach you that you don't have to be afraid of this garbage. As to how a child will be determined by the state to not have a safe residence of their own, in which the quarantine tyranny does not have an answer. Imagine that, indicating that the methodology remains ambiguous. That's right, and they do it on purpose. We deem, we deem that the child can't or doesn't have a good place, so we're going to take them. I don't think so. Parents, stick by your guns, literally. Get your guns ready. The history of FEMA camps in our country, and that's, you know, the thing is, is they're not going to come to your house and get them. They're going to snatch them from school when you've already turned them over to the state. Don't do it. Homeschool them. Keep your kids close. The history of FEMA camps in our country goes back many years with various excuses having been put forth by the government to explain away their existence. Back in 2012, for instance, we reported that FEMA camps were supposedly going to be used to house refugees. Yeah. 
We are from the government and we're here to help. Wrote the big league politics commenter about the preposterous new development. The most frightening words you can hear. It's insane, but it's coming. And of course, here in wonderful Ohio. Oh, man. Don't let your kids go back to school. Homeschooling. Uh, and this is one of the things I really don't care about for Trump. Trump administration demanding nationwide rollout of COVID-19 vaccines by November 1st. If you're stupid enough to take a vaccine, you deserve what you get. That's all I can say. And let's see. Here we go. Bombshell. This is what I was looking for earlier. Up to 90% of COVID-19 positive test results are false. Test kits matching dead viral fragments that pose no infection risk. The overwhelming majority of people who supposedly test positive for the Wuhan coronavirus are actually virus-free, according to the New York Times. Hmm. Great uh, conservative rag that it is. <laughs> As it turns out, the PCR tests that millions of scared Americans have been hoodwinked into getting are sham. That's what I've been saying for months. They only pick up partial viral fragments rather than whole viruses, you know, if that is in fact what they're looking for, and are hardly the gold standard that pro- proponents claim they are. While the Times says that PCR tests are diagnosing huge numbers of people who may be carrying relatively insignificant amounts of the virus, the fact that of the matter is that PCR tests are diagnosing huge numbers of people who have none of the virus at all. Testing data from Massachusetts, New York, Nevada, and elsewhere shows that upwards of 90% of the people who test positive for the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, are not actually infected with it. Upwards of 90%. Again, since I've been saying, we have no accurate testing. And this is something that people have to look at all day long. You're, you're told about, oh, we have so many more positive test cases rolled out every single day. More and more positive tests, more and more positive tests, more and more positive tests. Who gives a rat's butt? You know, when you look at the fact that 90 plus percent of the tests, positive tests are negative, you know, they're false positives, they're inaccurate, we should not be giving any credence whatsoever to the number of positive tests. But do the, does the media ever say anything about that? Even though this came out in the New York Times, I guarantee you, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, none of them will have anything on their news about it. They will continue to talk about the number of positive tests, especially after Trump's rousing rallies in Florida and North Carolina, I think it was yesterday. Um, Oh, we're going to have extra test positives there. You can count on it. They'll just plug it into the system, even though it didn't happen. (laughs) They'll just tell people it did and people will believe it. What we need to be looking at is hospitalizations and deaths. And those are all way, 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 way down. Because so-called herd immunity, or whatever, or reality actually is kicking in. They can't continue to, to prop the numbers up. The farce only lasted for so long. Since the Times is largely whitewashing the news by suggesting that the so-called pandemic is still serious and worrisome, 
even though most of the tests are negative. <laughs> we can only surmise that even this 90% figure is too low. Michael Thau, writing for Red Slate, agrees. The research the time cites actually suggests that those bogus positive tests they discovered were given to people carrying no virus whatsoever. Not just insignificant amounts, as, the re- as they report, he explains. And their upper bound of 90% for bogus positives is likely low as well. Flawed PCR tests have raked in more than $13 billion in corporate profits. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I saw something on the news here, I think it was on Fox in the last day or two, a billion dollars a week is being spent on testing. Testing that is over 90% inaccurate. Now, if Ford or Chevy created a car that nine times out of ten drove it off the lot and it blew up, would we be buying those cars much? But we're still paying for more and more testing every single week. Because Nancy Pelosi, testing, 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 education, tracking, uh, whatever else, quarantining. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention is well aware that false positives are a serious problem, you think, claiming they are being mistakenly reported to the public health agencies. But the truth is that the tests themselves are, the pro- are, are a problem, and that is no mistake. The entire pandemic has been built upon the lie that millions upon millions of people are testing positive for the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, when in reality most of them are healthy people, well, not healthy, they're symptom-free, uh, receiving false positive test results. So if you have, uh, what, I think they said maybe 6 million in America, then if 90% of those positives were negatives, what, you know, 5.4 million were, so about, you know, 600,000 maybe, actual, if that. That's still pushing it. The entire pandemic is built upon the fact, the lie, that millions upon millions are being tested positive for Wuhan virus when most of them are healthy people with positive, you know, false positive test results. These phony PCR tests have also contributed to the misnomer that most supposedly infected patients are asymptomatic carriers, which is why they do not appear sick. Again, the reality is most positive cases of Wuhan virus are completely fictitious figments of the imagination. They're not asymptomatic carriers. They're people that aren't infected at all. But they still want to quarantine them kids if they've been exposed. The massive fraud perpetrated on the American people who were led to believe that PCR testing represents the gold standard for detecting COVID-19 infections must be one of the biggest scams in history. Probably. It is a fraud that has made some people very rich, however. At $150 a pop, the more than 85 million PCR tests that have been administrated in the U.S. since the Wuhan coronavirus started dominating media headlines has garnered about $13 billion in profits for test kit manufacturers and testing labs. Not to mention the hospitals that get $13,000 for every positive diagnosis. Meanwhile, the more than 7 million Americans who receive fake positive test results have presumably been put through hell 
believing themselves to be carrying the dreaded China virus. Some of them likely suffered depression, while others faced job loss, isolation, or simply fear and worry that possibly led to other health problems, maybe or suicide. Who knows? You know, a lot of people are led to believe if, you, if you're diagnosed, you're going to die. Well, if I'm going to die a slow, painful death, I might as well die a quick, you know, instant death, shoot myself, hang myself, drug overdose, who knows? Amazingly, the Times is barely reporting any of this. It's probably something that was buried in one of the back pages rather than on the headlines. Uh, at least not with the same type of rigor that it per, uh, previously reported on PCR tests being the alleged gold standard for Wuhan coronavirus testing. Now it is time for massive class action lawsuits against Big Pharma for that scooped up $13 billion and soon-to-be-approved fake annual vaccines, wrote one Red State command commenter. As in all things, if you want to find the truth, follow the money. And again, that's what today's show is all about, following the money. And there's a lot of it being made there, unfortunately, by the wrong people, as usual. Sorry about that. Had a sneeze. And usually they come in twos, but this time it didn't. <laughs> anyway, you know, Robert, if you're free, call back. I'd love to hear your take on this. And, or for that matter, anybody else. Antifa commander arrested in Wisconsin while carrying smoke grenades and flamethrower. I saw a really cool video that Roger sent me. Ah, there's Robert. Hey, buddy. It's your chance to talk. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, speaking of uh, making money, that would be AC, not Arizona, but AstraZeneca. And they just halted their trials on a vaccine for COVID because somebody came down with a reaction like swelling of the spine over there in the UK. So uh -huh. you're right. If anybody takes the vaccine, they are just plain stupid, just dumb, stupid, just inexplicably stupid, just beyond stupid. Well, guess what? You know, in a, another month or so, we'll probably be able to sit outside of certain places and watch all those stupid people line up and roll up their sleeves. <laughs> Thank goodness it's it's the the numbers are dropping on a daily basis, but uh, you know something like that. You know, I heard last I think it was last night I heard about AstraZeneca dropping theirs. Yep, and uh, that's the kind of thing that should be on the media everywhere. And years ago it would have been, but mm -hmm. not now. You won't hear no. a peep on the lamestream <laughs> media about it because it's not the right narrative. And no. that's, I'll tell you what, people that watch CNN and these networks and think that they're actually getting news, oh my goodness. What, you know, <laughs> you know I even, you know, I have to use a real heavy duty filter with Fox, you know. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when you could pretty much count on them being halfway decent, but not anymore. You know, there's only a couple of them out there. And, you know, Tucker, I got to give him credit. He's still on, yeah. on the ball, but um, yeah. he's even he's being, cool. there's a governor on him. Uh, there's no doubt that there's things he wants to say and can't uh, because yes. he'll be off the air. And That's I just, true. I just wish he would do it. You know, line up a, a good platform that you can migrate to, uh, go out with a bang, tell the truth in no uncertain terms, and then say, by the way, I'll be here tomorrow because <laughs> they'll be canning me today. <laughs> 
that's but, true. Uh, yeah. You know. But occasionally he squirts out the truth here and there, though. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear on, on a network. Yep. Yep. Especially, you know, one that's owned by more liberals. Um, that's a sad thing. And that's what really makes me mad when you have a, a decent network that's owned by, you know, started out being owned by halfway decent people wanting the truth to get out. And they sell out to somebody just because they got the money. You know, if if I had a network like that and some liberal SOB come up, I don't care how much they offered. I would not sell it to them. Uh, but, you know, I believe in truth. I guess that's the problem. <laughs> You say uh, that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's the same offer in front of you. But did you, on another on another tangent, did you happen to see, James, the, uh, I don't want to say the latest shooting because it happened in March, but the shooting that's now been controversial in uh, Rochester, New York, the guy who was naked and a mental patient? That Have wasn't a shooting. Uh, basically, he was naked. He was, he was on drugs, and they claim yeah. it was a... Um, a mental health crisis, yes. you know, yes. coupled with a heavy-duty drug overdose uh, where they yeah. put a spit bag over his head. Yeah. And I couldn't tell. When I looked at the, when they when they showed what it was, it almost looked like a uh, porous, um, almost like a cheesecloth kind of thing that was designed mm-hmm. that basically if somebody spit, it would stop it, but you could still breathe through the thing. It wasn't like a plastic bag or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, that's what it appeared to be. So uh-huh. why he, you know, lost consciousness and died, my guess would be the forensics is going to show it was probably the drugs or, you know, it was in the, is in the, you know, the winter time and he's outside naked <laughs> could have been exposure. Um, I would think so yeah, but I, I, I didn't see them doing anything that could be equated to killing the guy. Oh, I didn't either. But that's, either. you know, that's not necessary for, you know, the reason to riot. You know, we just, you know, it was yeah. a black guy. And I, I I can't remember. I think the cops, at least a couple of them were white. There was like seven of them involved. And I yeah. think there were some black guys, some white guys. Um, but the thing is, he was a black guy in police custody. That's good enough for the yeah. people that want to go out and destroy everything. And... Uh, yeah, I think uh, when it comes, if they should have had, you know, given as long ago as this took place, um, they should have had uh, test results by now in a, in a real cause of death. And why I they don't, agree. who knows. Yeah. And maybe that's being covered up, maybe didn't. I don't, I don't know about that. But so I guess my question on that deal is, have, did in your Sixteen year career on the force. Did you ever get any calls about mental person acting up? And and if so, if you were dispatched, how did you and your partner handle that? <laughs> we, you know, every every department has its crazies, and apparently this guy was not a, uh, you know, this wasn't their first contact with him from the sounds of it. No, he had issues. And the thing is, is if if these officers are charged, I think they would have a excellent lawsuit themselves against the city for failing to train oh i agree because they basically are being put in the position of you know being a an orderly in a mental hospital and they haven't been trained to do that yeah you know and at the same time you couple that with you know the drugs the guy was on and there's no telling what you're going to get i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
it's a it's a total crapshoot. And yeah, I had been involved in things like that. Never one where somebody was outside in the cold naked. Um, had some pretty close to that, but mm-hmm. um, the only thing you can do is try and restrain themselves so they don't hurt themselves or anyone else. And you get them to yeah. as quickly as possible. We get we we have the dispatcher get a hold of the local nut house, for lack of a better term, uh, mental health facility. And we get them in a cruiser, and we take them there straightway, uh, mm-hmm. because the longer they're in your custody, the greater possibility there is that something bad is going to happen. And um, you know, I always I was a stickler when I when I took transported anybody, they were always seat belted. Uh, we'd have guys that would just stuff somebody in the back seat and go, and once they're on the road, I mean that guy, the person in the back seat, would be you know kicking banging their head against this the wire mesh screen spitting on you all kinds of stuff you know we i carry duct tape duct tape works real good to keep people from spitting (laughs) oh across their mouth you mean yeah just put it across their mouth they can still breathe through their nose Um, but um you know we it's a little more difficult i can see why they have these uh the spit bags or whatever you call them because if it is, in fact, what it is, it's, it's kind of like uh, almost kind of like something made out of window screen, maybe. Or, but it's cloth instead of the, the fiberglass. So basically, when they try and spit, it's stopped by that material. They can't, mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult to spit through it. It's stopped mm-hmm. by the material, yet they can still breathe through it. Yeah. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, and again... There's no way unless, you know, if they put it on and then put a zip tie, you know, around the guy's neck and pulled it so tight that it cut off his airway, <laughs> you know, but I don't think they would do that. But, uh, you know, it, it just seems that uh, the whole situation, you know, when you're dealing with mental uh, cases, that's a, that's a tough situation. That's one of the worst things between, besides domestic violence things. Uh, mental cases are some of the worst you can have to deal with because literally cops are not trained for that. I know when I went through training, you know, even after, uh, you know, we have routine training that you go through in service stuff and things like that, but I never really got much at all. Of course, this was, you know, I got out 24 years ago, but even before that, you know, there were still lots of times when you have mental case people that were just, you know, you just had to be inventive and get it in, get them out of your hands into, into the professional's hands as soon as possible. And literally, you know, when you go to a place that's got, um, you know, most of the places, unfortunately, they don't want somebody that's violent or that's, yeah. you know, acting up. They no. want someone that they, they prefer walk-ins and things like that um, mm-hmm. be, for the same reason. Because when they get there, first thing they're going to do probably is give them an injection of some kind of, you know, drug to knock them out or at Mm -hmm. least, you know, Mm -hmm. calm them down. So, Uh, um, you know, it's you have no idea what you're running into, but um, it is what it is. You know, and I I just uh, hope that uh, as things go, these things, you know, sooner or later people have got to learn that you know cops can't do everything and you know, if you're involved with cops there's a chance of dying <laughs> simple as that well, thanks a lot robert appreciate you being here and everybody else take care of your bodies because the only place you have to live we'll be back tomorrow take care and god bless